Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight we are going to talk about the term demisexual, the phenomenon and what it is, what's going on, and we're going to give you all the information that we have on what it means to be demisexual. All right. So, yeah, this should be really, really good. What is demisexual? Demisexual means, now I'm just going to do a general, I'm going to get a bit of general definition of what it means and an example of it. It says, basically, <clears throat> an example of demisexual is, if you're demisexual, you might relate to the following feelings or scenarios. I seldom feel sexually attracted to people I see on the street, strangers or acquaintances. I have felt sexually attracted to someone I was close to, such as a friend or a romantic partner. And another definition is of what, uh, what it means to be demisexual is demisexuality is a sexual orientation where people only experience sexual attraction to folks that they are close to emotionally or have a strong emotional connection. In other words, demisexual people only experience sexual attraction after in an emotional bond. That's based on an article from Healthline. <clears throat> now, they also have a question of what kind of bond are you talking about? So I'm going to explain it based on this article. The emotional bond isn't necessarily love or romance. For some demisexual people, it may be a friendship, including platonic friendships. They might necessarily love the person, whether romantically or platonically at all. Now, <clears throat> as I read this through, everyone... <laughs> I think that this can be a little confusing, okay? I think that it sounds, as I'm reading it, it sounds like what a lot of women usually feel. And I'm, I don't want to just include just women because a lot of people, male and female, before they become sexually attracted to someone, they want to find that kind of general connection of friendship, some kind right. of emotional bond. Like, you know, commonality. And in my personal and professional opinion, I also believe this could be, this is what some people are looking for in their relationships and can't find. Why sometimes... Um, in heterosexual relationships, there's a difficulty. There seems to be a disconnect because no one becomes friends first. They right. don't create a bond. Mm -hmm. So, reading this, I, I think this makes this makes the relationship between people more difficult because it, once you label something, then people think they have to conform to it like a diagnosis. Right. What do you think about that? Um, I like the fact that you said diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I, I mean, that's just like, like a clinical opinion. Like no, I'm I'm referring to that because I don't want people listening to this podcast thinking that there's something wrong with them because you want to develop a bond or you want to get to know someone. <laughs> before you have sex with them you know i really get irritated because you know i know we have this thing in the u.s that we got to define everything mm -hmm. you know and i get mm -hmm. it but i think it complicates things because mm -hmm. people will will look at this and say well don't other people do this as well you know uh <laughs> You know, there are people that just don't have random sex, you know, without getting to know, <laughs> you know, other people. I don't care if you're gay or straight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't. <laughs> it bothers me because it 
because it makes it seem like you might have something wrong with you and you don't you know a lot of times when you meet people you might have an attraction to them right but you still want to get to know them and and i agree with you professor about a lot of times that's the problem today we're so quick to jump into bed with people and we don't get to really get to know them you know in terms of you know who they are and like i said you might have a one night stand and you might not be in for all of that i get it but uh, but the problem today is that people don't know how to be friends and i think a real true test of a maturity is to find out are they friend worthy because b- before you start you know uh you know having them move in and and get the u-haul truck you know you want to know who the hell they are and you want to know what their quirks are you know and mm-hmm. sometimes you have to do that by dating so i'm a little mm-hmm. confused well also there's an article on psychology today where um a doctor alexandria please forgive me if i say her name wrong alexandria katzinski she is uh-huh. a, she has a she has a doctorate in marriage and family therapy and basically you know her definition or how she defines it or she expresses it here is the same thing become sexually attracted to someone on a deeper and longer um level while you know them so meaning the longer you know them the more the deeper the sexual attraction and i think that's what's missing in a lot of relationships period today so i don't think putting a quote unquote something that sounds like a diagnosis or something that um makes someone feel that they may be part of something or adding complexity to something that should be simplistic which is love and relationships you know if people took more time <clears throat> in getting to know someone and also on because you you take more time to get to know someone because you you're also learning about what you what your needs are and what right. you want and you want to choose someone on the same compatible le- level now does that mean if you're labeled as demisexual that you're not attracted to some you can't be sexually attracted or have a can uh, a some kind of chemical connection or soulmate bond to them no that does not does not mean that okay i i think this just causes more confusion in people getting together you know whether you're gay or straight like either you like to you know just jump in the bed with other uh, people randomly or you don't like yeah. we don't need to keep adding diagnose things that sound like a diagnosis to that so that it can cause confusion and there's nothing wrong with taking the time to understand a person know them and connecting with them and there's nothing wrong with taking a long time i think in this day and age where we have a cancel culture and you know uh sexuality is just in your face and sex is in your face and what you're doing in the bedroom is in your face that the the mere concept of thought that you want to take your time before you take off before that person takes off your takes off their clothes or you take off your clothes and y'all get in the bed that's that, right that's like a foreign entity and now we're making it something like well there's something wrong with you like in the twilight zone that this is a diet and that's funny yes there are demi sexuals oh my god we don't know what those are anymore right no <laughs> no i like the way you said that because that could be that could be um uh, a twilight zone <laughs> episode it really could just like yeah. you know the twilight zone where um the people were looking at this woman who was mm-hmm. really beautiful but they all had big noses no big yes, mouth and they one. said she was ugly Ugly, exactly <laughs> and she was like oh my god I'm just oh my god you know, like she, yeah like she had the surgery but she still looked exactly the same and i think that's what part of the problem is things that were were standard or in um in taught to us or 
uh, implied or understood or suggested, however, right, are trying are being pulled apart because other agendas are coming about. Right, like this. Okay, you know, I understand sexual fluidity. I understand the concept of being free, identifying, doing what you want. This is who you are. This to me, there's nothing wrong with that. But if there is also nothing wrong with you setting a standard for yourself, just like if you're sexually free, if you define yourself as sexually fluid, you have a standard regardless. But if if that is not wrong, then neither should be. If I decide that I want to take the time before I lay down with you, it right. should not be seen as once again some Twilight Zone episode or, you know, an alien or an FBI file show. It should not be seen that way. And and that is a misfortune because everything is in your face. There is right. nothing hidden as far as what we do in the bed anymore, nor is it hidden even for our children. Right. You know, it, you can easily get access to different forms of sex, what everybody is doing before you had to search for that you know you had to go in the deepest darkest crevices of some deep hole then you know you started seeing a little more on television but now we have it in the palm of our hand right and there like i said there's nothing wrong with just taking your time because there's, there's nothing wrong with it so go ahead i, I can say that all day. there's nothing wrong well with that. it's it's you know with with according to their definition definition that they have that most of your relationships um they start off as friendships now now they're saying this is from your tango 13 signs you're demisexual and how it affects your relationships and they said most of your relationships started off number one most of your relationships started off as friendships that is true <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot of your relationships did start off as friendships you know you might like i said you might have had some random sex <laughs> a couple of times but a lot of times they may start off as friendships right and mm-hmm. you know you 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 know you can be attracted to your friends mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. a lot of your re- relationships were they come from you being friends with someone a long time Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. those friends tend to know how you act. They know your habits. They know your likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see what was unusual <laughs> that right. it needs and to be classified as a term. They even have it on Healthline. They have demisexual, but they also have demiromantic, mm. which is this romantic orientation describes an individual who experienced romance attraction only under specific circumstances such as after building an emotional relationship in person so i guess when we say demi-romantic as opposed to building a long-term relationship or friendship theater cell phone texts zoom calls whatsapp um you know facebook dating facebook live you actually build this bond in person. Okay. Um, I don't understand why we have to say that, but okay. Um, <laughs> apparently, we we do. And there is. Wait a minute. Let me see if I can hear this. Um, it says also Healthline again. It says, wait, why does that need a label? And their right. response to that is. Um, our orientation describes who we are attracted to. Demisexual people experience attraction to a select group of people. A select group of people, okay? You might wonder, but don't many of us wait to feel the emotional connection to someone before having sex with them? Yes, many people do. Choose to only have sex with people they have a bond with. Whether it's marriage, a committed romantic relationship, or a happy and trusting friendship. The difference is that demisexual demisexuality isn't about having sex. It's about the ability to feel sexual attraction to specific people. <laughs> okay. You know. Yeah. Like I said, 
you know, some of the things I'm looking at, it says, now here's another one. It says, mm -hmm. you've always assumed you just had a low libido, but the sex drive you have with certain people makes you question it. Now, they say most people who are, this is from, again, your tango, 13 signs you're a demisexual and how mm -hmm. it affects your relationships. You're not actually dealing with a low sex drive. It's just a selective one. You only feel sexual attraction to the right person. That's why demisexuals can get a crazy wild sex part, sex spark rather, with the right person. What do you think about that? Once again, I think this is taking a basic concept that is um, that has been taught. Um, that's why I think it's an agenda thing. People wish to dismantle um, certain foundations that they feel were restrictive or making you conform and rebuilding um, rebuilding it to apply to an agenda that wants to give validation you know it's almost like <clears throat> you know saying I discovered a land and there's already people there that I discovered it. That's right. So I think that's basically what this is. You're you're already talking about basics, which is what a lot of people tell people. Hey, you know what? Maybe you should take some time and get to know that person because that's all that's really saying. Like all these things that we're saying is redundant to me. Yeah. And basically, if you cut cut down all the leaves and the branches, you're gonna get to the root, and the root is. You should take your time before you open your legs. Or right. you should take your time before you give someone your leg. Okay? Either way, you should take your time. That's all it says. And there's nothing wrong with taking your time. Because when you choose to lay down with someone and expose your body, you give themselves to you, exchange body fluids and whatever method or how you do it, whether you're gay or straight. The whole point is, lot for some people, there is an emotional attachment to that. And, you know, whether you're, it's your first time or your 10,000th time, the point is, you may be in a point at your life where you may feel vulnerable and you don't want to expose that part of yourself. You don't want to just give it to anybody anymore because you've seen the emotional trauma and heartbreak that you've had by just randomly giving it to someone. You're not getting what you need or what you desire. You That's know, right. to fulfill yourself and be the best you can be and enjoy the relationship. So making making the the need to have a fulfilling life with someone to love someone to be loved by someone correctly and putting something that sounds like a diagnosis or something that could uh, make you feel a certain way to me is unnecessary um, you should take your time because it's your body it's your mind and it's precious you know, right. if it's your first time, you can't get your virginity back. That's even true. if it's your even if it's your 2000th time. Right. You can't get back number 2000. Okay? That's right. 2000 is still precious whether it's the first or the last. It's still precious because why it is your body. And you are in a different space and place. So each time you have a sex with a person, you're not the same as you was before. And you can't get it back. So yes, you should take your time and make sure this is what you want. But if you want to give it away like a Lay's uh, potato chip or a Pringles potato chip, it's your yeah. choice too. 
Well, yeah. It's your choice. You need to be happy with it. That, But either way, you need to decide what's important to you. Maybe you're tired of giving it away like a Pringles. You know how you can't just have one of those things that come out of that stupid can. Well, of or, course. Or, you know, one Pringle, Pringle does not do justice. Or, or Lay's. Like. That's right. Because Pringles <laughs> got that barbecue Pringles. Shoot. I eat that Ooh, whole can. I know. Nobody I will get nada. <laughs> yeah, it is. They won't get none. But I agree with you. I I think we're getting to a point in society where taking your time is not the norm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when you're constantly putting your bodies in people's face, you know, especially how we dress, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about that. We talked about how to present yourself. And a lot of times we putting so much on the table or on the plate for folks. People don't know where to eat from, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we do that, we're compensating for something. Because mm-hmm. I feel when you throw all that much skin at me, you hiding something. You really, to me, I feel like you don't really want me to get to know you. Okay. Um, and maybe... Mm-hmm. The, maybe the agenda for you is to have sex but what I find some people the agenda is not to have sex right away because mm-hmm. you'll find that some people say well you know I really did like so and so I really wanted them to get to know me well I can't mm-hmm. get to know you if you got your 44 D's in my face um, well you also remember <clears throat> the unfortunate part on why people um, put everything out there like that and they do certain things like that and they're quick to do stuff like that is because they follow by an unrealistic, unrealistic narrative which is you know they see people on TV and it's no disrespect to you know Beyonce or Cardi B or really Cardi B because she you know, she really does it. Um, or Meg the Stallion is no disrespect to them, but they're artists. Right. At the end of the day, right, they're an artist. They do. And like, they don't they, dress they, like that every day. At home. Like they don't right. walk, I'm sure if you went to her house and you she goes to a family barbecue, I'm pretty sure she does not dress like that. Okay. Even Cardi, I'm sure pretty sure she does not dress like that all the time. You know. Um, and I think that's where the problem comes in because each generation and I don't want to say each generation because we got older people that do the same thing you got that right You, there was a time where a lot of women were dying because they would go to these underground places to get bigger derrieres they would get bigger butts you know and you know because that was the thing right you know, because um, a certain family who altered their bodies to look much like black women were getting all these successful black men. So a lot of women wanted to follow behind them and get these get these bodies so that they can get successful men, too, because it appeared that that's what men were going after. Yeah. And that was a long standing trend for a very long time. You would see in the paper a lot of women dying you know, losing body parts, limbs. I remember yeah. there was one woman on one show, she became a quadriplegic. quadriplegic. Wow. She, yeah, wow. she lost both her arms. They had to cut her arm off and her legs. Wow. Because she had a butt implant that went bad. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's what I'm saying that um, it's, it, you know, it's, it's a lot of different things that you know people don't realize and, and look at that's not reality and now don't get me wrong whatever whether you want to be with a woman or whether you want to be a man if people are gonna look yeah okay if i see someone with a big behind big boobs a curvy shape i'm a look of course know? It, but and if I'm if that's what I'm attracted to, I'm a look. That's right. Okay, you know if that's what I want to sleep with, then that's what I'm gonna go with. But that may not be what I want to stay with. 
And what a lot of women did not realize, or I hope are beginning to realize, that even though there was a lot of men that said that, that that's, you know, it appeared that that's what they liked. A- anyone who is the, the, the pursuer, the chaser, the dom, the masculine, whichever you want mm-hmm. to say, is going to look. That's right. And they're going to taste. But that that's does right. not mean they want to bring it home. That's true. Some are just going to look. Some are just going to look and they may never taste. They may be like, oh, that's nice. And keep it moving. Because they know what that comes, that they know what that comes with. You know, and that's why it's so important to be, to present who you are. That's, that's right. It's important to quote unquote be a demisexual, which I don't like the term, but whatever. Yeah, I don't um, like that. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to use that word. Because cause I'm finding <laughs> that we're making You mean terms. a diagnosis. It sounds like a diagnosis. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to use that. I mean, I think it's important that we present this mm-hmm. um, to the audience. Because I don't want people to feel like, based on these these listings, that they're nerdy or this is unusual. No, you're not. You're just being a human being. They could call it whatever they want. But there are people that they... Has nothing is no reflection on their sex drive. They're just a little bit more selective, and there's nothing wrong with being selective, okay? Because demi according taking your time, however you want to call it. But go ahead, right? Because I'm not, you know, these people, you know, the ones that are selective, they they may be sexual freaks too, you know. But that's all good, you know what I'm saying? It's just that they have who they want to be freaky with, you know what I'm saying? Mm And they're a little bit more particular about that because when I look at these thirteen signs, um, um, you know, they 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 believe in attraction, you know, um, but they don't just befriend people just to have sex, you know what I'm saying? Um, because they're not attracted, <laughs> you know, there has to be some kind of spark somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And I don't find that. Um, um, unusual. They even say here um, for number five, it's not that you're constantly abstaining from sex until you marry. It's it's that you're just not into it most of the time. <laughs> I don't know, but um, they say here demisexuals aren't people who choose to be celibate, nor are they people who hate sex. They are sexual people. They just need a lot of emotional connection before they can get aroused. You know, another thing, I'm, I'm not sure if I like that. A lot of emotional, how, what does, when this term was created, what does a lot of emotional connection mean to them? Right. Who, who is defining <clears throat> right. this excessive or this amount of emotional connection? What does that mean? Right. Like, what does that look like? Does that look like, oh, can you tell me you like me? Oh, can you uh-huh. tell me you love me and you like me? So does it mean that you're screaming? Like, what does that look like? Right. Because I think that that is where the confusing part is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing sometimes, you know, when I hear people use these terms, demisexual. What is demisexual? Somebody uses the term bipolar, autism, right. narcissist. Uh, even uh, you know, calling people misogynist. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think sometimes people overuse these terms mm-hmm. and don't fully understand, right? You know, or in in what com- com- capacity Comple- or complexity, right? In which it's being used. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, that that that's where it's, it's, it's. I think it's pretty difficult. It's sort of confusing. Yeah, I. I just think they're making it too hard. And <laughs> and I feel to the point that it's interfering. Um, you know, because um, you got to be careful. You know, because, you know, um, I don't see, like it says here about, um, for you, the best erotic novels tend to have a lot more of an emotional connection than a mental one. That's true. If that's the case, because when I read, um, some people, they could read a book and, and 
if there there has to be uh, a relationship connection for them to get aroused. They get turned on. That's why they watch it. Otherwise, a lot of times, a lot of porn, um, even people that make porn, they're realizing that people get turned on if it, if there's some kind some kind of relationship, and that gets people even more horny, should we say, than just watching two people have sex. Now you still have the porn where it's just two people having sex, and some and people get off. They don't care what the connection is, but but even pornographers even know that they make. Um, adult movies where they show there's some some connection, right? It might be between a coworker, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, might be your neighbors. I don't know. Whatever the concept, they you know they realize mm-hmm. that people get aroused if there's some kind of connection. What do you think? I think I think so. I think so too. I think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just think this um, is very confusing to 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 use it, and I think it is. I I, I think you should try to be aroused by a connection with someone. You know why? Because you know jumping in the bed with someone at an early age or at a young in the beginning, right? What about when you get older? Right. Once you hit that 40 or above, I'm going to say 40. Right. I'm not even going to say 30. I'm going to say 40 and above mark. Mm-hmm. Body parts are not your friend anymore if you did not take care of them when you were younger. Ooh. So if you were partying, <laughs> if you were partying and swinging from the chandeliers, right. and you were out drinking and smoking and getting high, and yeah. you, was just, you, you was part of a whole bunch of choo-choo trains. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You're part of a whole bunch of choo-choo trains. When you hit that lovely 40 mark, guess what's going to happen to you? Honey, you won't be able to pitch that tent at full staff. You may be dry as a Sahara desert. Mm -hmm. Your nipples may decide to go in the other direction as well as your your breasts. Mm -hmm. You know, some men develop a, you know, you know, their, their, their penis starts making a curve. You know, there's, there's, there's a, we're going to talk about that in another podcast issue but you know where they have a severe curve that mm. develops over time wow. you know you, you start to, yes you start developing body you know issues yes okay body sexual issues right and you know that's why you know if you you know you like choo-choo trains run on different on a different hole you know, you tear up those muscles back there. You can't rebuild them because they weren't designed to bounce back. You know well, what I'm saying? Just like so, men mm-hmm. with enlarged prostates. You know, exactly. they prostates get big, get bigger. In fact, bigger than the penis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So your body mm-hmm. changes over time. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's why I said these things are important because, you know, you get diabetes. The diabetes is the biggest killer of a lot of sex drives. You yes. know, um, PMS is a, you know, not PMS, I'm sorry. Um, right. Menopause. Right. You know, a lot, are, a lot of killers of people's sex sex life and if you don't have an emotional connection and it's only it was always a physical one and and you start getting older what do you two have in common right the kids y'all have children the kids Mm -hmm. kids should never be the foundation of a relationship they should never be the reason why you're saying because god forbid something happens to those kids that's right kids move away then what do you have right what do you have that's why that's why it's important to have a good emotional foundation right. or connection or some something that brings y'all together some commonality that keeps y'all together and you can be friends that's your yeah. best friend that's true and it's important <clears throat> that you said that because you find out in the end did y'all really have a foundation sometimes mm-hmm. people think the foundation 
is the marriage. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, like, you getting married lays the foundation. No. Being married means that you decided to come together. But it's what both of you bring to the table is the foundation. And Mm -hmm. if you got along with each other and you knew how to be friends with each other, the marriage can sustain itself. And even if at some point you decide not to be married, can y'all still be friends? That's important. That's key. You know, it should never be during the marriage. You, you, in fact, your marriage is one of those things that should strengthen your friendship, right? But if you decide that y'all don't want to be together anymore, you always remember, you know what? We're still civil and we're still mm-hmm. friends. And there are many people like, um, I think it was um, Shaq um, and his wife, Shawnee. Mm-hmm. You know, Shawnee realized and Shaq realized their marriage was not going to last. You know, they mm-hmm. had some beautiful kids together. But one thing that she said that was important was that Shaq is not the marrying type. Okay. But one thing she did say is that she and Shaq were also friends. Mm-hmm. Because when you are friends, you can co-parent. Co-parenting is not going to be a problem. Exactly. Because then you can get to a point of communication. Right. And that is the foundation of keeping unity within a race or culture. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. We don't have to agree. Right. Okay. We can agree to disagree, but we can come together to make the best solution right. for the children mm-hmm. and for our legacy. Right. So that's why that's, you know, very important, you know, to to have that friendship. And that's open right. the lines of communication because that's important. If you're in a, if you plan, especially if you plan to be, whether you plan to be in a long-term or short-term relationship, mm-hmm. The problem is people think just because I'm in a short-term relationship, I don't need to communicate. But you do need to communicate. Yes, you do. You need to you need to communicate your likes, your dislikes, and what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. That That's people right. need people need to people need to know, and someone needs to understand that. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's very that I think that's very important. People think, oh, I don't need to have conversation. No, no, you do. do. Yes, you do. I like the way you Mm -hmm. said that. Oh, no, Mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. You have to have conversation. And it's amazing that people don't talk. They really don't. They don't communicate (laughs) as well Mm -hmm. as you think. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know if there is that if it if it's fair but but you do you do have to communicate and you have to learn how to express yourself i think that goes without saying that a lot of times the problem is people knowing how to express themselves and it's difficult some people it's very difficult to express themselves and sometimes that could be from trauma or an experience they had that caused them to shut down you know and before you start doing sex, but I find it amazing. We'll have sex, but don't communicate. <laughs> we use the body parts to talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We'll have sex, mm-hmm. but we won't talk. Yeah, but you see, the problem with people don't understand sex is the highest form of communication. And they're not on that frequency. If you can't talk on a lower level, Right um, form of communication, you damn sure can't talk on a high level because high because sex is things that are unspoken. Mm. When you know your partner, right, and they know you over time or whatever, you're in tune with them. You you know how to please them. You know where to touch them. They know where to touch you. That's why it's a higher form of communication. I like that. You don't need to speak. We gotta give claps on that one. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, because no, you talking some deep shit. I mean, because that's what it is. It, it, it is a connection. Mm. Okay, that's that's why when if you look throughout history and you look at different races, certain races when they were united, they were united on a spiritual, mm. the spiritual that right. which made the bond strong and strengthened. Yeah, where certain other races intervened in those and mm. destroyed that unity. Right, and made it more of a misogynist made that race more misogynist or oppressed mm. their women where right. in, in throughout history they did not oppress their women because many of their women were queens and warriors that's right so that's why it's important to get back to that mm. and it takes time to listen you know when I used to do more shows um, which I, I'll do on occasion when requested but when I used to do a lot of events um, one of the things that I always said to women or anyone who wants to be a wife or to get married, the most important thing that you have to do is shut up. Mm. Shut up and listen. The high, to be a wife, I'm going to say this real quick because we've done a podcast about it. To ultimately be a wife, okay, you have to listen. You have to be quiet long enough to be in tuned. People lose that. That to me is what demi the basis of demisexual is, which is a stealing from another race and culture. You're, you're being in tuned with someone. I'm learning you. If you are my partner, you and I have been friends for a thousand and ten years. Sometimes you can get on the phone and know exactly what the hell is wrong with me, and I know what's wrong right. with your think but too. And you, know, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And we could argue, be mad at each other. I ain't talking to her. I, she ain't talking to me. <laughs> we get back on the phone. Yo, what's up? What do we show you what to eat? What's up? <laughs> yeah, we but get back. We, we get back to but, the marriage stuff. <laughs> exactly, we get back to the marriage. That's right, we've been married forever. But the point is. You understand me. I don't even. Sometimes I don't, I don't even know I'm upset. And you tell me what's wrong with you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what she do? What happened? And you be like, Brrr. well, sometimes I just pick up the phone. I don't know if I can tell by the ring. I pick up the phone to you, Brrr. and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, and vice versa. But what right. I'm saying is, over time, that uh, that that in any relationship with anybody, whether it's a friendship or whether this intimate relation. Well, friendships are intimate without the sex. But the point is, it, it is a connection. That's it's right. understanding you and allowing you to vent. Even right. if I don't want to hear it, or you don't want to hear it, it's allowing me to vent. Right. And that's what's important. And in order for women to become more wise or, men, or gay men, transgender, whoever wants to be a wife, and just women in general, whatever, the, the femme, I don't want to offend anybody and I do not want to get stupid things in my inbox because I will tell you off. But the whole point is, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, uh, if you wish to be that wife, right. you have to be quiet and learn right. because a wife, okay, we're going to use this title now, a wife, the mother, the nurturer, the carer of the home can tune into you and know what's wrong with you before you know what's wrong. Wow, that's right. That's right. And that's that's what the deeper connection. That's right. I get it. What do you think? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. You're right about that. You know, um, and again, this has nothing to do with being demisexual, but even though <laughs> they have incorporated what you said into defining what a demisexual kind of do mm-hmm. that that a demisexual does rather you know what i'm saying and really you have to you know if if they're if they're saying that demisexuals are being more selective and being more in tune then then that's what it is but you don't have to call them demisexual for that you know what i'm saying just that this person is being more in tune they're listening because they really believe in trying to figure out what this person is about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and when you're trying to find out 
what a person is all about. You listen to them. Sometimes, just like you said, I agree with you. And it's not just only women, men. Just shut up. Let them let people talk long enough. You'll find out what's up. You'll do it. You exactly. will. Yeah. If, 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 when you're really in tune with someone, you know. You know, yeah. even if you don't work out, you know, and, and to me, for, for a person, you have to practice that skill, even if you had a shitty relationship. Yeah. I've had I've had crappy relationships, but I know that relationship that didn't work out. I understand them better than they understand themselves. And that's right. why nine times out of ten, almost a hundred times, a hundred out, no. ten times out of ten, they come back. So yeah. That's what's important. That's well, that's true. Really... <laughs> that's a good point. A lot of times, mm-hmm. that's good you said that. I'm, I'm glad you said that <laughs> because a lot of times they do come back. Because mm-hmm. remember, the people that they've been dealing with, mm-hmm. they don't challenge them, challenge them. And a lot mm-hmm. of times the people that tend to talk with you are the ones that you have challenged. Mm-hmm. You challenge their mm-hmm. way of thinking. You've let mm-hmm. them know where you stand, that you're not going to take no shit off of them. Mm-hmm. Because I find when you tell people you're not taking shit off of them, they're the ones that come back. Right. You understand? And, and, right. And also when you know their shit. Right. See, that's another. That's what they really get mad at. Because you know right. their shit. You before. know them. They gave you the shit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know them well. <laughs> and you know, on a clear day, sometimes you could just tell them, listen, buck off. <laughs> I don't need to deal with you. Exactly. You understand? And they get mad at you. Why are you mm-hmm. why are you acting that way? You know why I'm acting that way. You know I don't tolerate mm-hmm. your BS. So don't mm-hmm. even bring it. Exactly. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. And that's a lot of times people don't talk straight. They don't mm-hmm. talk straight to people. You know, you gotta let people know, listen, I know what you all about. Mm-hmm. And it's not to blow up their spot. You just letting them know. Take your BS to someone else. Mm-hmm. I already know you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. That's right. And that's real talk. That's real grown-up talk right there. Because there are people out here that think you're going to be sitting up here wasting your time. And you already saw right through them. And the good thing about being older and being more mature, you can see right through. And just by what you just said, listening. Listen to people. Mm-hmm. You can see right through them. Just listen. Mm-hmm. Listen long enough, you'll hear some stuff. Because you'll hear when they're bullshitting. You'll hear when they're fronting. You'll hear mm-hmm. when they're sincere. But you also will hear when they're lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to call that demisexual. Y'all call it what you want. <laughs> I call it discernment. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just damn discernment. That's exactly. all it is. That's all I see. What you think? I, I think I think what you said is right. I think it's the same thing. I think it's, it's um, <clears throat> I, I I think it's discerning. I think it's it's very much that. I think a lot of people make it, like I said, they make it a lot more complicated than what it is. It don't need to be that complicated. It don't, it just doesn't need to be. Right. You know, let's focus on the base. I, I just like to keep things simple. I, I remember, too. I remember learning that in accounting. They said, keep it simple, stupid. Right. It kiss. used to be called kiss, kiss, yeah. kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Right. All this other stuff to me is just, it's just too much. Yeah. It's just way too much. It's like, why do we need all of that? Right. And what's, why we got to think so hard about something mm-hmm. that if someone chooses to exercise discernment, what's wrong with discernment? Because mm-hmm. really what we're talking about is discernment. Right? Mm-hmm. That's all we're talking about. But they could, they, they, they could give it a clinical definition if they want. But <laughs> it's it's just damn near discernment. What is the word? What does discernment mean? The ability to judge well. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you, you know, you're using wisdom. 
you know, right. it involves insight, sensitivity, right. enlightenment, mm-hmm. refinement, mm-hmm. intelligence, awareness, wisdom, shrewdness, acumen. That's all that it is. I got it. I, I agree with you 100. That's that's exactly what it is. A lot of people want to do that, and it's um, like I said, they make it far more difficult than what it needs to be. Yeah, you keep it simple. You you, you keep it straightforward, and, and everything else like that. All right. So. You know, I, I, that's all I see. I said when I start reading the, these articles, I'm like, okay, I, I'm applying your kiss theory. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about it, I said, nah, just straight, plain old discernment. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so that's all it is. So, Professor, tell people how they can reach you and what's going on. Okay, you can reach me on Instagram at P-O-B Professor. Um, you can also reach me on Facebook. There's Pearls of Black. Um, there's also The Professor on there. You can also reach me on Twitter, The Professor at Pearls of Black. And you can also text me. Okay, I'm going to give you... The first, I'm gonna give you another. Uh, I've changed the text number, which is now three four seven six zero one eight four three one. Once again, three four seven six zero one eight four three. No, I'm sorry, three one. I thought I said seven at the end. And you can also email me at the professor, the professor at love, sex, and relationships. As well as on, you can catch this lovely podcast on Live 365, A Bowl of Soul. I hope I said that right. I always go Yes, you did. That. A Bowl of Soul Thank you. Radio Network. Yes. Yes, I got it right this time. <laughs> okay. And tell them what time, what day and time it comes on. Every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. That's right. You got it. At night. That's you know, right. And go ahead and what else you want to add to it I know there's other ones so come on add it add it add it well what I want you to you know let people know you can catch love sex and relationships and download the podcast by going to redcircle.com and look for love sex relationships and you can download the podcast on your mobile phone or your iPad and get some relationship advice to go (laughs) yes that's right you know so make sure if you um, want to reach out to the professor, you text her at 347-601-8431. And you can email her, the professor, at lovesexrelationships.com. Right? Yes. Most definitely. So make sure you catch A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music on Live 365. You can catch Love Sex Relationships on the A Bowl of Soul radio network at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays and make sure you check out the round to clock 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year of soul music as well as the fabulous lineup of host and yours truly the professor on love mm-hmm. sex and relationships so we're going to bid you a good day a good night for some of those that are listening and yes. you're listening to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And we're going to say, go ahead, Professor. Good we're night. We're going to say good night from the Professor. Mwah, mwah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>